Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. You know, and, 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 and you lessen it against the other. So, you know, it, it's just something I just kicked around, and I, I just know I've never heard any lawyer contest what they call jurors of your peers, and I understand why they can't contest it, because their loyalty is to the court. I've always thought, why is that this lawyer is supposed to represent me, but then when they call, come to the bar, and they go behind closed doors, I'm not a part of that, but yet you represent me. Yeah. Oh, you represent my lawyer. I need to hear. I need to hear everything. You know, they bring the the judges and the judge. Can we come to the bar? The judge, two lawyers go up there. I should be able to get up my seat and hear what y'all saying too. This is about me. But that's your lawyer. He represents you, supposed to be, and I'm supposed to understand what he's saying. Hell, I don't understand what he did. Hell, I don't know what he did. Y'all just got to talk. I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. I didn't go to law school. I don't know what did that mean when y'all when y'all when the law when y'all both go up there to the bar y'all talking, and we sit there and just lie and say yeah we understand. And then when they if you notice when they give you the charges, they said do you understand these charges? We say yeah. Okay, Mister yeah. Rento, you being you being uh uh, uh you being sentenced fifty years in jail. You understand your sentence? And what do I say? Yeah. No, I'm good no, no. Well. I don't understand. I don't understand oh, nothing, man. Get me out of here. Yeah, I, what I'm talking about. I don't understand nothing. That's right. Because it, it just amazed me, too. When you look at that paperwork, and I've seen the paperwork come hey, through hey, several hey, Larry. times. Uh-huh. What you talking about, Judge? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. What, what you talking about, about, Judge? Yeah. You, uh, hey, and, well, Judge, what I'm you talking about? Something. And I'm telling you something, Judge, I agree with you. You're right. Man, you were right when you say I ain't never been to law school and I ain't a part of the law. So how do I understand what this man, what the hell is this guy talking about over here next to me? He's showing me all this different paperwork. I don't know. I can't spell half these words he got written in this paperwork. Do I plead? What's a plea? What you mean, do I plead? Plead what? Do I eat peas? You know, so, hey. We got to be it. When we say we're idiots, they bark. We got to be an idiot. We can't show no facet of understanding what they're saying because we didn't go to bar school. We didn't go, you know. But for some reason, gurus got to talk about go to the library, learn how to do this, learn how to do it, and come back and go to court. Think about this for, for a minute. If you can go to law, I mean, if you can go to a library and learn mm-hmm, how to. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to the library. I ain't going yeah. to law school. And I sure but just, ain't going to no court. But, but just, mm. think if you, just think if you can do that. Go to law school. I mean, go to these libraries. Learn how to uh, defend yourself. Learn how to write a, 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 a style, your, your court case, and dot your eyes and cross sheets. Do you know if you can do that, do you know half the time most people that go to libraries and study this stuff, 
Do you know they smarter than half the damn lawyers? Do you know they wouldn't need lawyers and judges if you could go to law, go to these books and read this stuff? They wouldn't need lawyers. You wouldn't need a lawyer. So they're not going to let you. They're not going to let you break up. They stop trying to represent themselves. Then they wonder why they get life sentences. Exactly, exactly. They're not going to let you go. They're not going to let you go study this stuff and come back and beat them in court. Because you wouldn't need, we wouldn't need a lawyer at all if you could, because Aquila, you're very sharp. You can go and learn what these lawyers go to court and, and, and defend yourself. But if they let you do that, they wouldn't need Judge Judy and none of these people. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the average person. Ooh, that's a mean, that's a mean old woman, too. You don't want to make her mad. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, so that's why I tip the, so. That's why when I got that, when that judge say to that woman that your paperwork is fantastic, but you're not a lawyer, you're not a part of our bar. And he made that decision in his ruling. And I was wondering, I said, I, I hadn't done the history on this judge, but I wanted to know if they didn't reprimand him for putting it out like that because that paperwork has been collected and it's, and it's out now that he ruled on not being a, because I've always said these courts can play the system with you. And everything else. I remember I asked Angela Stark, I was on Angela Stark a while back when this guy came in and, and said he'd do his paperwork, this and that. And he said he, he always had it up in type, but then they'll have him appeal it to this here. Then he'll, they'll appeal it again and, and appeal it to And cause remember now, when you appeal, you paying more money. He's one of those appeals. So I'm up there saying, dude, that I asked you, I said, man, you sitting up here, yo, you got your eyes dotted, teeth crossed, and the only thing they're doing is taking your paperwork, peeling it up to their partners, and they peeling it on up and letting your paperwork go, and yet your eyes dotted, I said, what do you think is going on? They're playing with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you sure right. They're playing with you. So because you are not a lawyer and you are not a part of their bar, so you think they're going to let you sit there and defeat them like that? No, don't get me wrong. Every now and then, when the courts think that you've done a good job, yeah, they, they'll let a case slide through. But remember, they got to keep that game going on of what? You know, you coming in, entertaining them. So, yeah, they're going to let some go through. But how many people you think going to go through that same rabbit hole? We've seen all the Dean Clippers, all these gurus. We've seen them, all these suckers get locked up for one, mm-hmm. for, one, for, for one reason or another behind trying to think that they can go to these courts and fight these courts. You, you know, mm-hmm. now, I begin to see results of a man challenging the courts a lot better than you trying to go in there and fight them with jurisdiction, you know, from the angle of uh, – you know, being a, a lawyer, and, you know, and everything else. So cause I, I, I just can't see going there fighting them as being a lawyer working compared to you going there saying, hey, I'm a man. Who is the man or woman I've done wrong? I bring them forward. I need to talk to them. I can handle my own affair. You know, I had this one guy, he was selling this MM, MSM stuff, and the same thing Jim Humble was doing, he had a church down here. And uh, he had did two seminars, and then this lawyer filed a complaint against him. 
and I read that when I would read it, I would read it with the guy. I said, dude, I said, look at this. I said, the dude is just complaining. I said, let's answer his complaint and just, just tell him, hey, look at me. I see you complaining. Uh, anything else? But look here. Can you just send me the name of the man or woman I've done wrong? And I'll be glad to out of my fans and I settle down with the man or woman I've done wrong. And that's it. Give it back to him. So he sent it back. So the next letter the dude wrote to the court, had the court serve on him, that they need more documentation. So they want him to tell on himself, to give more documentation. Now, quote now, there's no man or woman that's been hurt. It's just this guy complaining as a lawyer behind probably the FDA or whatever because they don't want this, they don't want this uh, stuff coming out that, that helps cancer and malaria and all that, the stuff that, that, that they're selling, you know. So anyway, Ooh, Lord, him, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. And I'm telling him, dude, 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 do not say nothing about this corporate, about your, your church, and do not be trying to explain nothing to him. So one, I think he's just filing a complaint. He's just complaining. So do not try to explain anything. Just let him know who is the man or woman you've done wrong. You're settling out with the man or woman you've done wrong. Because he's asking for the court to try to get you to, he need more discovery. Discover what? Just give me tell me who the man or woman I done wrong. Dude, you, you, you know, I understand you complaining, but you you complain about, you know, who is the man or woman I done wrong? I'm trying to get him just to say the same thing, send the same letter over and over again. And he's probably going to court next month. Do you know this dude went behind my back and wrote a letter say that uh trying to explain, well, I won't do this no more and I won't do that, and, you know. And, and, and I understand that you Sometimes get frightened, scare system. But when you give these people a loophole, when they try you and test you to see if you know what you're doing, and if you don't know what you're doing, yeah, they will. They will come after you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why you have to understand what is a complaint and what is a claim. This guy just following a complaint. He just complaining, whining. And I'm showing him in the I'm showing him in his document. I said, you see where there's the complaint? He's complaining. He I said, he not he did not mention not one time that you hurt anybody. He mentioned a lot of stuff that's off your website. I said, but he needs you to tell on yourself to be able to come after you. So the next time he's gonna come with a criminal complaint. Or a criminal claim. So now we wait to see. I said, dude, I hope you didn't mess up. So now I'm waiting to see what's going to happen. We're going to send him another letter from what he got. We, we haven't. We sent that letter three weeks ago. We haven't heard nothing else from him. So I'm waiting to see what they're going to say. But uh, it, it's hard to get people that go on this journey to stay on this journey because they will scare you and use fear. And putting you in jail is one of the most fearful things that they use against you. Because no one wants to go to jail. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I tell them all the time, I ain't, I ain't going to jail for nobody. Mm-mm. I don't want to go to jail. Uh, Hi, Rob. Hey, um, if, if the police pull you over and ask you for a license and registration, you're going to give it to them? 
Hell no. Mm-mm. Time to hit the gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Time to hit the gas. Now, the gentleman was saying that somebody went behind his back. Ooh, Lord, you know they got a lot of that going on today, Quila. You know, I, I, uh, I, had to, I had to be honest with this guy. He was about, uh, he, he was down here in Texas. He was about 78 years old. And uh, Ooh, he had, yeah. Old and and he had, uh, he didn't have, a, he had this thing with driving around with no license. And on his vehicle, he had private on his vehicle. And uh, and had the MB, had the, uh, you know, the tag that they give the number for your car. He had that taken off and he, uh, so he didn't have none of that on his car, on his, on his, on his truck. So. When he called me, he had been a he had five arrest warrants. Five arrests. Every time they said they give him, they give him a ticket. He had five arrests, and I had talked to him several times. So this so this one time I talked to him, you can I can hear in his voice the stress in his voice of uh, them really harassing him and pulling him over and arresting him. He got he got five. Uh, now mind you, he's seventy years old. So I asked him, I said, I said, uh, let me ask you something. Now, how long have you been dealing with these people uh, uh, messing with you? He said about four years. Okay. So, that, so four years, that will make him about 70 what? 74. Okay. So I said, so at 74, you was kind of like a law-abiding citizen, right? Have you ever been in trouble with the law? You ever had tickets and all that? He said, no, this, you know, I only started getting tickets and getting arrested and everything else, you know, uh, when I, I started, you know, doing this, you know, with my with my license and, and, and no tag and all this. I said, so 74. I said, so you waited till you became 74 to want to buck the system, to want to fight these people? I said, man, I hear the stress in your voice and everything else. I know you got grandkids, your wife and everything else. I said, so you going to wait to be 78 years old. I said, I'm feeling this. I see you stressing out. I said, because these laws are messing with you every time you walk away from you, they're pulling you over. Every, you know. I said, don't it make sense if you was a law-abiding citizen for 74 years, four more years wouldn't have, wouldn't have hurt you? With, with, with all this, I said, because this stress is going to wear you down, man. I said, you're 78 years old. You should be out enjoying the rest of your life, hanging out with your grandkids. Yeah. And, and here you are fighting the law, trying to prove something about you ain't got to drive around with no license and you ain't got to drive around with no tag. I said, if your vehicle gets stolen now, they wouldn't know how to recover because you ain't got your MB, your EI, whatever that number it is. They wouldn't know how to find your truck. Mm-hmm. I said, so you fighting a battle that you can't win, but it's gonna it's gonna harm you if you keep going the route you in. So I stuck a thought about that. He said, Yeah, thank you. You're right. I said, Yeah, I said, because if you don't live seventy four years of not being in trouble with the law, come on, man. 
These last four years, they're killing you. What do you think I should do? I say, get your damn license. Get your damn license, please. I say, and, and, and live and live like you've been living all these years. Because you're too old to try to buck this system. And he called me back a few few months later and say, you know, man, I'm, I ain't never heard nobody tell it to me that way. I said, but I pre-, he said, you appreciate it. He said, he is he, he vacationing and everything now. I said, yeah, I said, because it just didn't make sense to me for you. Because what happened when he had listened to one of them good rules about you don't need no license, you know, to go from point A to go. So he got caught up with it, what it was. And I tell you about that. You need to pick your fight. You can't fight every fight out here. And I know if I got to fight a fight where I'm stressing out and everything else, hey, man, that's not a good fight. You know, so I had to be just I had to be just straight up with him because I just, that didn't make no sense. Seventy eight years old, you know, in seventy four years you've been living a peaceful life, <laughs> you know. So he he figured it out, and his wife his wife is happy, that, you know, that that he ain't got that he stopped tripping like that, you know. So so sometimes I have to go back though, like that, with people let them know, hey man. Are you really thinking? Are you really reasoning this way? You know, because some fights ain't worth getting in. Like that dude, I don't know if you remember this guy, Kula, when he came on on, on Carl's show. He broke his ribs and, and, and everything and behind him trying to prove that he know his right. Now, he was on his way home to his wife and kids. He, he got pulled over by the cop. He wants to prove and argue, and, and they tasered him. And everything broke his rib, took his five thousand dollars off. He is in jail. The only thing he had to do is get that cop is what he wanted and been at home with his wife and kids. But he got a broke rib, lost his five thousand dollars, and now he got a warrant for you know trying to fight. You know, because you know when they get in jail, they gonna lie and everything else. I say, dude, was it really was it really worth it? You could have been home to your wife again, but you want to prove to them you know the law. I said, man, I said, hey, sometimes you better think think these decisions out, man, because it ain't that it ain't that fun out there, you know. Because why? Because we are dealing with corruption. We're dealing with a corrupt system that is, that has dumbed us down, you know. That they got they got big advantages. So you can't beat them, but you can play and join them. You know, join, play, play the game, learn how to play the game, because that's exactly what it is. They are active. So you got to learn how to get that active. Yeah, keep it moving. Yeah. But people have been, if anybody have any questions, I can answer or make a question or two, and it's so been a joy. You know, I, I talk too much as it is. So it's been a joy talking to y'all. All All right, let me start some calls. Let's see. Always seven. You have a question, comment? Uh, No, I don't. Not offhand. Great call, though. Thank you. Thanks for coming on, Larry. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, uh, It's not that many people on the call. It's not that many people on the call, Quilla. So uh, you can. Text my phone if anyone that want to, you know, just brainstorm uh, 
you know, at some wanted, point in time. Well, you wish to give out your email now? Yeah, uh, I'll just go ahead and give it out. Okay, uh, I'm going to type it in the chat. Okay. okay. That'll be all right? Okay. Um, let's do this. Okay. And, and uh, anyone, that, anyone that, anyone that uh, you know, when you're doing your uh, paperwork or whatever, uh, kind of what I love doing, I love to let you write. We go over and we tighten it up and we really tighten it up. Well, we take out, you know, things that, that really makes it tight for you. And, 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 you know, because when you put your feeling into it and then we tighten it up, it makes a whole lot of sense to you. Okay. Give your email, uh, Larry. I'll just type it in. Uh, one Jazzy Red. One second. Well, let's do this. One Jazzy, D-A-C-C-Y, at gmail.com. Yeah, at gmail.com. Done. Send a chat, people. There you go. And another thing. Number one, donate to call. Number two, donate to whom happened you, period. So if it wasn't for a call, we all perhaps wouldn't be here. It begins. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I I, I get with call tomorrow. Uh, He's supposed to holler at me tomorrow, so I don't know where he he got up. Last time I talked to him, he was running down through uh, Idaho, I think, the last time I talked to him, so. Uh, one thing I know about, he like working overseas, though, than he do here. He said they ain't hard workers overseas. He, he seemed to think we scary over here. Uh, as a matter of fact, this dude from Australia, uh, I was so dumbfounded by what he did. He had a case locked solid and everything. That, he blew it. Now, this guy had a case where he had a case against a lawyer and the judge, I mean, a lawyer and the cop who was wearing the same hat. He had the case sealed and everything, and he had a judgment. He had a, me and Carl, we talked about it, and he was going to be, this case was going to be the first case that I'd write we were going to be able to really, you know, really run through because he had a judgment and everything. And I'm, so the day he was supposed to go to court, in his judgment, the judgment stated, "You have won your, you know, your case against." It had the the, the, uh, the cop name and the DA name, and because what he did is he filed it at a higher court, so the higher court didn't know that he had a judgment against two of the Lord uh, 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 dudes at the uh, at the lower level. So they still, the guy didn't respond, so the, the judge won him his case. So he was supposed to have been coming to the court to discuss how much money the uh, uh, that he was going to be awarded. And it stated it in the case. I, I got the documents, paperwork, and thing. It stated that you, you know, on such and such a date, you come to the case and we'll discuss how much they think uh, you're going to be awarded. Liquidated, something it was about liquidated. So I told him, I said, man, don't you go in there discussing nothing else but your money. So all you go, 
I, I walked him through it the day before the case. I said, I'm going there, discussing nothing. So he wanted to record it. At first, they tried to say he couldn't record. I said, no, you can. this is your case. Now, he had it. It was his case. He told him what you – so he ended up telling him what he was going to do, and, he, and they said, okay, the judge, oh, hey, the judge didn't come here and record it. So he ended up recording it. So this fool went in there. Okay. Now, by this time, the other side had told him they're going to show up because they wanted to file an objection. It was too late. I'm telling them it's too late. If they showed up, you give them a fee sheet and everything else. And, you know, so I said, if they show up in court, you do not discuss nothing but your money. That's all you discuss because that's what your court date. This guy went in there. He saw them in there. He went in there talking about it. And it's on audio. That's the dude right there that pulled a gun on me. And thank you, Lord Jesus. Help me, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. He pulled a gun on me, and 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 and, and I, I just talking about everything but the money in his case. So then the, you can see the judge start saying, "Okay, now tell me more." <laughs> the judge start getting more out of it, telling more what happened and, and everything. So by that time, what do you think the judge did? The judge unsealed his case, then started reading his case, and then set a motion with the lawyers to do what? Bring his case before before, before trial. So he they changed he lost all jurisdiction, gave the judge, gave the other side So now you know they're gonna show up in court to fight it. And when I tell you I was so dumb blasted by this dude, man, I was so pissed off at him. Everything I, I don't think I spoke to him since that happened. And uh, he, now when he said, what, 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 and his wife said he was so obsessed with that case that that's why he didn't. That, that's why he didn't know what the hell he was doing because he was just so obsessed with it. And his wife ended up leaving. And the and the sad part about the case is he caught the case because he was in court taking pictures and everything of trying to help somebody else, and they bought a charge on him for interfering and trespassing on somebody else's case. And that's how he caught the case. But uh, I see it, dude. You know, that wasn't the time to call Jesus. You know, you had that. Jesus already had it wrapped up for you. And you in court. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And, and that's just, I said, what are they talking about? When he spoke about talking about nothing but his money with the judge on how much they were go, how much they owed him. Because he had the judgment and everything. I mean, and I'm telling my, when I tell you it was in black and white, it was in black and white. You want your judgment, and this is what the this is what the hearing is for to discuss how much they owe. He went to talk about his case, in his case, and, and gave him jurisdiction, and and this was his case. 
this was his case that he gave up. So, it was, so that was amazing. I just thought that was amazing. And this was a guy was from Australia. So I know the stuff works, you know, everything else, but, hey, you got to just be vigilant and know what you're doing. Know what you're yep. doing. So, boy, those, those are, so that's what I've been doing, Aquila, with these wasters, you know. And, but I do love helping people and everything else. Uh, and because it's amazing to see how far they'll go and everything else, because nothing about this is easy. Nothing about it is easy. Because we are dealing with so much corruption. I'm going to tell you something. Let me just throw this this conversation in a whole new light. Do you know I'm impressed with what Trump is doing? I'm really impressed with I mean, I don't have no problems with him when he say he wants to get these criminals, you know, uh, 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 clear up the borders. It bring jobs back to America. Hey, got no problem with it. I, if he can do it, if he can finish and do it, I think. Hey, one thing I do like, one thing I do. First of all, what I like about him being president. First of all, he's not a politician, and that's the main thing I like about him being president. He's not. A, we used to politicians. All the rest of them was politicians. He's not one. He's a attorney. So, that's why, well, but see, that's why it's, it's so awkward and people are having a problem trying to, because he's not a politician. He's really a businessman. If you notice what he's doing, he does just what any businessman do when they take over corporations. They fire everybody and bring people that's loyal to them into office. So he's bringing what? He's bringing, he's surrounding himself around military people. And military people are what? They're more loyal to their country than anybody. So I I don't have no problem with what he's doing. He's running just like a And I'm like, how bad can he be compared to the politicians that we have already dealt with? He can't be no worse. So let's see what he Let's give him a chance to see what he can do. We know one thing. He got a lot of jobs going on already. So, hey, that's working. So, hey, I don't see – I'm just anxious to sit back and relax and see how far he's going to go, how far they're going to let him go. Because he's, he's acting definitely like Kennedy. Making, he, huh? He's acting like Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I say. That's why I say God. how far they're going to – that's why I say how far they're going to let him go. Because he's making some changes. He, 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 that Obamacare, hey, he, he should kill it. Now, I just think that they got the – they need to – straighten up the hair care a lot. They can put something a lot better than what they got. But but we don't, that Obamacare, that Obamacare was a joke. Oh, that fucking black guy, man. Unfortunately, yeah. He, 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 yeah. Yeah. He, was he, he was a disgrace. He was a disgrace, oh, yeah. man. Exactly. Exactly. And, nah, He's a fucking like Muslim. Like, like I, I, hey, I'm going to tell you something. Now, you said that, and I'm going to tell you something. He have allowed more Muslims over in this country than any than any president alive. He allowed more. Yep. I mean, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I ain't got nothing against a lot of them, but how do you know who they are? 
You don't know if they're criminals or what. You know, no, we there's, a, there's know. a difference when you say he's a fucking Muslim rather than he's a Muslim. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you put it like that, it got to be a difference. Yeah, because yeah. It, because it makes a difference. Because he have, he opened door. He have opened doors like this going out of style. You know, oh, man. So I think, I think open, open gate. I think, yeah, I think something wrong. I think something was wrong with what he was doing. You know, and uh, our stupid prime minister here in Canada saying, "Oh, you don't want the immigrants? We'll take them." You fucking dumbass, <laughs> fucking retard. <laughs> well, we need to send them over there. That's we okay. Sure That's okay. God already wrote about this in His book, and you know, yeah, and, yeah, he, and Yep, it's crazy, man. I tell you, but it, it's gonna be exciting to see what happens next, you know. So, oh yeah, uh, I, I like I I can't I I I'm glued to all the press conferences. I'm glued to uh, all the people that are actually uh, 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 putting out the 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 real the real story. Oh, the fake news and the uh, fake news and the real news. Well, you know. Yeah, I don't listen. Thing. I don't listen to them. I talk. I I listen to the other ones telling the. The, the real news, because they they Alex, tell about all the fake news. <laughs> yeah. Now Alex Jones, Alex Jones is a good one to listen to. He, he, he's yeah, he's, much he's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like uh, uh, End Times Prophecy. Yeah, His yeah, name that's is Jim. Good one. Jim. He's a Christian. Yeah. yeah, he's another good one. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's very good. He's uh, on the hour uh, and uh, every two hours uh, after hours. You forgot Hillary Clinton. Oh, that cunt? Hey, wait, 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 wait. We on the call, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that's the appropriate word for that bitch. That's a real true cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't call call women cunts, but that's one of them right there. No, that's disgracing. That's disgracing women in that sense that that's too good for her. Uh, You're right. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know what they call donkey pieces or anything like that, but, you know, some type of animal piece. Yep. That's the dirtiest they come, man. Her and Billy. Yep. Fucking, we, I'm we, sorry, you guys had some pretty good winners there in, in, in your country ruling the world. And then we have some pretty good losers, huh? Yeah, I think it, I think it all went downhill after Reagan, eh? Or actually, yep. while Reagan was kind of going to senile there, they took they took advantage of him. Yeah, we didn't know if he was running or his wife was running. Uh oh, <laughs> good old Nancy, yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, anyway, I just thought I mentioned, you know, Hillary. She didn't win twice. Uh, well, she 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 made she made some uh, some bold statements today. Eh? Oh, she did. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She put down women in a sense. If you really listen to the speech, she put them down to try and oh, lift yeah, them up. She, yeah, cause she mad they didn't vote for. Well, <laughs> M- Melani, uh, Trump's wife, there just did this whole thing on uh, on. Uh, 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 exemplifying women and, and what they do for us, and 
You know, I'm sorry, but if it wasn't for women, none of us would be here. I'm trying to tell you, sure would be here. And if none it wasn't for women, none of none mm-hmm. of us men, you know, would, would try and yep. be good. Uh uh-uh, uh, sure would. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because uh, yep. women are the ones that are uh, spiritually tuned to God. Yep. Well, look here, folks. I got a call coming in that I got to take. Um, All right, Larry. I'm going to uh, give yeah. you a ring tomorrow, uh, Willis. And uh, oh, it was so nice okay. to hear it from you again, Larry. All right, and I'll try to come on the next time. Aquila invite me on if I'm not doing nothing. Uh, and I, yeah, I really sure. thank you, Aquila, because she been I've uh, been trying to get me on for the longest. And I know I've been I've been promising I I was gonna come, so I had to get it on eventually. So, but and I really enjoyed talking to you guys, and and uh, y'all got my email, so holler at me, and and uh, I, and I I answer my email every day, so I normally get on my email, so uh, so you, you shouldn't have no problem. So you shouldn't get the problem uh, having the email. So uh, look, you guys, uh, nice talking to you, and uh, just holler at me, and I'll get back with you. Okay. All right, have a good weekend. All right, then. God bless you. Have a good one. All right, then. All right, we're going to have next up, Brother Ty- Tyrone. You have a word or two for the group. Oh, Tyrone was good tonight. <laughs> oh, yes. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Well, I think everybody would behave very well and appropriate. And, uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And I'll see, even, I'll see even Mr. Roddy K was uh, was was uh, a joy. Well, we're not the same. I was not name. I mean, he was he was silent. He was silent. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> when somebody is speaking, you let them finish their point, and you see how I jump in every night. Then Eric jumped in sometimes. I think K. Rodney jumped in. You know, even uh, your name is Angie, right? Wow. Yep, it's a lot different when you have an interested group. Uh, uh, but the be quiet and let when the yield, when not, when the yield. That's how a conversation should go. That's all. Oh, I that's because Aaron wasn't here. That's because Jeremy wasn't here. And well, I right, we uh, say that they probably would have listened to. It's sort of yeah. when come, pretty much everybody listened. So yeah, I think he would have listened. They, you know, it's helping you. So why wouldn't you listen? I mean, they don't listen to me, and I try to help. <laughs> well, well, the majority of of why we do these calls to help people, and those the and those and those select few that we know of always come to tear down. Well, I just try not to think it as. Quila, you didn't tell me you knew Johnny Cochran. You knew Johnny Cochran. You know Cochran and him. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to say something. Oh, this is on your show. No, no. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen. One time one woman, she wanted me to ask Carl. I was talking to Carl. And she said, can you ask him what is, who is a good lawyer? And I'm like, this lady has no clue. He said, sure. Johnny Carlton, right? Yes. And because Johnny Carlton is dead. <laughs> it was that simple. Oh, he dead. Oh, since when? Nobody told me he was. Well, I don't nobody know. told me nothing. Did they bury him already, girl? You didn't go to the funeral? No, girl, I didn't even know he was dead. 
and you should send some flowers to his wife. Ooh. Oh, Lord Jesus. Y'all ain't told me Johnny Cochran was dead. No, that's what I heard. Lord, we love Leonard Cohen said, too. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. You know Leonard, Leonard Cohen is? I didn't know Charlie Cochran died. You got to tell Mama. She, she might not know either. Oh, I bet she don't know. I remember his baby saying, if the blood don't fit, pull it off and find the one that does. (laughs) So anyway, the show went well, and I thank everyone, um, man and woman on the show. One of your better ones. You're going to have to invite Carl on for a show one day. What do you think? Hey, (laughs) don't worry. Bring the master. Well, if Carl come on, I'm eating everybody out. I'm, I'll talk to Carl. Well, that's the idea. You be sure to speak to him about me. That's how it's good. You definitely have to have be a good moderator. You will have to type your question in the chat on the reel. And I don't like that. Because, you know, I'm not going to play with No, 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 no. You just raise your hand. Even if so, I'm not going to take all questions. Just not doing it. You know? But anyway. You know, no, no. Um, you just raise your hand and you, and, you, and you ask a question like a normal man. Carl can handle himself. All he has to say is mute this or, clown and uh, boom, you you do that. Or or ask him what he would like. If he wants everybody muted out and the questions typed into the chat board, then hey, all yeah, for it. Yeah, I know, but I'm on the road. I can't type. Ah, uh, well, gotcha. You could, you, you, okay, we I can only raise it. my hand, star eight, right? Fair enough, but uh, we'll see what we can do about that, you know. But like I say, if it gets silly and stupid really quick... I can quick, text to someone uh, to type it, it in. It <laughs> I can... No, and I'm going to say like this. I can text to someone to type it in. No, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. If you um have a question, you know, good question, you know, I guess he would try to answer it. If you, you come on the show and, be you know, start trouble, I mean, you move out right away. You're not even going to finish your question. Is that I'm in trouble. You know, I'm not playing with him. You know, and, and I'm going to tell you guys now, you know, I don't mind sometimes you do comedy, sometimes someone get into it. I'm not your referee. Just know that. And some, every now and then I'll try to get in and stop it. But I do not like to mute anyone. That is, you know, I try my best over and over not to do it. But everyone by now should know how to govern themselves. And if you don't, guess what? I will. I might warn you once, and that's it. You get one warning, you mute it out. You continue, then you know what? I um, mute you from the um, chat board, and then for all, you know, you'll be suspended for a while. It's that simple. I don't wish to do yep. it. It hurts me. That's it, but I got what I got to do. And that's another thing, 
It's another thing. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish this. Do not tell me who to mute out. I'll mute out who I wish because all of us have done, maybe, you know, I interrupt sometimes. You might interrupt. You might have cursed. You haven't done something. I don't always mute you out, okay? So let's be fair about this because, like I said, I do not wish to mute anyone out. And if it gets bad enough, I will take care of it. I will handle it. You might you might feel, oh, she's too slow, she's too this. I know what I'm doing, and I know why. You may not know because sometimes I do talk to some of you guys on the one-to-one. I know some of you guys' situation, what's going on. I try to bear with it. But when it get really stupid, crazy, hey, I'm going to miss you out. It's simple. I warn you. But after a while, it's done. And you think I'm too saucy, you will see. So that being said, you know, I don't mind, like I said, a little comedy, a little somebody get in discussion. And it's the best way to do it, I feel, and this is my opinion. You get in discussion with someone, you guys not seeing ITI, you get to the point, you start name calling. Guess what? One use needs a year. Like Bill said, agree with your adversary. Or if you don't wish to, just be quiet. I don't have to meet you. And if that one continues and continues and you're not seeking, they get muted out. See how that works? So they they causing problems. So I wish not, seriously, and you know you could notice I try not to and sometimes I do mute out. And I said, I'm using out each other time. Come on, just stop. Calm down. Then I'll let you back in. Then you start again. I'll mute you out again. It's not going to be that way anymore. Once I mute you out, you're done for that show. Just know that. You can type on the chat. If you start being crazy on the chat, I'll mute you out for that show. You do it the next show, then you'll be muted out for quite until I wish you'd be back in. I'll just put it that way. And there's nothing personal. I don't know you on a personal level. It's just that I can't have too much interruption. After all, it is a show, and the show must go off. That's all. Let's keep it moving. So that's just it. You know, everybody wants to say something. Everybody have an opinion. That's fine. Everybody has different experience, I realize. So you might want to get talk. And sometimes I let people talk, so like I said, I do know what some of the people cases, what they're going through, but that doesn't give you an excuse to interrupt my show. I don't care who you are. But on the call, I might give an exception, the truth be told. Everybody else, oh, no. Come on now. But I'm going to try to get some more on, um, just so you know, I am asking different ones that used to be in the past, you know, Paul used to do a show, Gus. Of course, Mike, um, I think V-Town might have did a show a couple of times. But um, I'm trying, guys, you know, um, as well as I'm trying to get someone at the DMV to come on the show. I think it would be very helpful that you hear it for yourself and you can ask some questions. So i got some things in mind um, to try to help and better educate um, what's going on here. Good night, everybody. Good night. Take care. Night, night. Alrighty. God bless you um, all. Yeah, God bless you too. And um, because sometimes I I was guilty of this. I believe in the system more than I believe in the law because I didn't know better. 
And so sometimes hearing it from that particular sense of DMV, you might intend, okay, yeah, that is true, that what we've been saying. So sometimes you hear it's true, sometimes you hear it's not. It might be confusing to you until you know that, until you know it for yourself. Then you'll see it, you know, your eyes will be open, let's just say. And that's the hardest time most of us have when we try to share our stories, tell you what our experience, our testimony is to get the garbage out of your head that you actually learn and you feel is the correct. Because that's what I thought. I thought the legal system, that was it. There's no more other way. There's no, you can do nothing about it, just that legal system. That was it. But in time, I learned better. Now, that's something everyone has to know. Because just like when you drive, I can, t- I can show you uh, race, uh, races when people are driving. I can take you to driving school. I can take you to drive. You know, they have it on the video. All kinds of ways. But you guess what? You must drive for yourself. So it's the same way. You must know this law for yourself. You must know how it works. So you don't have to call it. Hey, call it, call it. This happened to me. What do I do? What do I do? You will know. In time, it will come to you. Actually, because some of us really do know what to do, but you're not looking at it that way because you've been taught to look at it this way or that way, and it's right in front of you. And as you said, this, it is a simple what to do, but it's work behind it. Like for me, it's simple to make a German chocolate plate. kind of make it almost like with my eyes closed. But it's work. I got to go shopping for the ingredients. Once I got the ingredients, then I got to actually mix it, put it together, put the oven on, let it bake, let it cool. It's a process. It's work. And a lot of us don't want to do that work. You want to quick, quick, easy, just get it done. That's how I was. But like such as life is not that way. You're going to work for it. And you, and you do, you appreciate it better. You know, so... And that's what happened now. Like I said, I thank God for my parents. This court one end soon. So, um, when your mom says, "Don't jump on the sofa," or "Don't jump on your bed," because she breaks the bed and she got to buy another one. Now you're adult. Now you have children. They break the bed. That's you have to work harder. You took you forty hours, maybe two uh, months to get the bed. Now it might take you another two months to get another one. Now you begin to understand. You know, what a hard time they have. So that's important. You know, if you learn this stuff in the now, and if you do it for yourself, you will appreciate it on the greater scale. You will understand. And, I, you know, yes, I'm in love with car, and I tell everybody that they know it. But a lot of us on this call know what cars do. And we come respective. That don't mean all you guys love them the way I do. Okay? But I know some of his journey. I heard some of his journey. I heard his story. And he's willing to share it with us for free. He hasn't charged us anything. Go back and listen to his older calls. You'll get a lot of your answers. But then you want to use this time on the one-to-one. Some of us don't donate, don't try to get back. Come on. So that's all I'm saying. And and that's why I'm very protective of that. You know, you come on and start downing him, downplaying that what he's doing. So why are you here? Why are you simply here? What's your purpose? Because that's what I do. I mean, you might hear all this on my show, but at the end of the day, 
I've heard about his story, I his testimony. I've experienced some of the things he went through as well. I mean, Claude told his story how it took him six years to get his son back, to learn the process. And he had to sleep in a mechanic shop because the town his kid was in, they wouldn't allow him in it. So he, I believe he was in the next town. He slept in the mechanic shop. His blanket was the piece of paper that they wrapped your part in. And his, uh, his mattress, the same. In many stories he tells what he went through to obtain this knowledge. You know, and we all go through stuff. It's just that's the way it is. It's about the experience. And so for someone to come on down play like it's not right, and when I know it is, I'm not, I'm serious. I know this is not because he said it. I experienced some of it. Do I know it all? Nope. Have I experienced it all? Nope. But it's good to know. It's good to know how to do in the finance world, how to do that. It's good to know how to handle it if you get a ticket or a credit charge against you, whatever. Come your way. Learn it all. Because even if you're not going through it now, even how they took the uh, property, we say children away, I don't have any children at all. But if that should arrive in my life, something happens, I won't know what to do. Or one of my family members or somebody close to anyone, I won't know how to help them. Why? Because I learned. Do I need it at this time? No. Because I don't have any children. But I still come to learn all. And it's important. But anyway, I've been talking a lot. I know you heard Bill. <laughs> and I'll tell you this. I know a lot more than I actually share. Because I give bits and pieces. And my, my main objective at this time is just to get you the basis. Because you got the basis down then you can begin to grow from that. Because if you got the base wrong, how could you grow from that? You're going to go this way, that way, you're still going to be confused. You're still not going to know. But once you get that down, that's what I had to buckle down and do. I tried to avoid it. Oh, I just come on a couple of shows and listen. Then I would listen to a couple of call shows, but mostly I was on the calls. But when I was fighting my case, my case, guess what? I had to stop everything, listen to summer calls, earlier calls. I even wrote down the numbers, the episodes. So if something happens, I can actually give it to someone to make their lives easier if they're going through the same thing. Okay? So that's what I do for myself. And as I said, I know much more about this than I actually share. Because I want every, my, my intent is to give you that push, get you a curious audience, you know, get curious enough to, okay, how do I do this? Well, then check it out. Go study. Go look into it for yourself. You know, it's getting that experience, getting that knowledge. And that's what happened with me. I told you guys about the order thing. Certainly we all know how to order pizza, shoes. Certainly all when I used the word order, like get your room in order, get your house in order. Certainly, you know you need to get it organized. But I never once in my entire life thought about that word as taking orders, like taking, um, tell someone telling you your duties or telling you to do something. I never thought of it that way until I, until I heard a call. And, I, and once he said it, I received it. I thought about it, put it in my mind, my heart. I got it. It clicked. I know exactly how that works. 
So one day, a couple of days, you know, I was helping others. Never thought I'd have to use it. I had to. And I did very well. Why? Because I already had it. Even though I didn't, um, was, you know, was going through that in my situation at the time. But at least I had the knowledge. And I was ready. And so that's what I'm saying to you. You might not have a ticket. You might not even drive. So probably, most likely, you'll never get a ticket for running a red light. But it's good to know what to do about it. If that should arrive among your friends or a family member, it's good to know. Have the knowledge. Why not? And that's what something a little boys taught me. I started out working in a chicken fried chicken. They want the woman, but just the cashiers. But I started cooking. The men would cook in the back. But I started cooking. Then I started training, learning how to order food. They sent me to the bank. I told everybody I was the one who go make the deposit and bring the change back. Why did they trust me? I was always trying to. I said, because if they slow, let's say that I don't get my $40 per week, but guess what? I would be one that would get $40 because not only can I be a cashier, I can work in the back too as a cook. Or if one of the managers got sick, I can grab that position to help out. So I will always get my $40. So that's how I learned. Even in the business I do today, I do construction. So I started probably just painting in ceramic towels. Then I learned electric, then plumbing. I used to work for a plumbing company at one point. And I will pick up a lot of knowledge from that. But most of my knowledge started when I was very, very young. So my five, six years old, seven, because um, I told you guys my mom had 16 children. I'm number 13, and we couldn't afford a plumber. We couldn't afford electrician. We had to do everything ourselves. And so at an early age, I began to learn this, you know. So anyway, I've been around a whole lot, and it's very late. <laughs> it's like 2.21 Eastern Standard Time. So perhaps I'll do a call tomorrow. And we can continue. You never know who I might have a guest. So I might have one, might not. All I do is notice people. So so maybe one day I'll have a call on the show. I am working on that and others. So and so I won't I won't notice anybody. I'll just say I have a guest or sometimes I won't say it. You just have to come on the show. But when calls on the show somehow <laughs> I know that everybody, most, a lot of people find out that quick. <laughs> so, anyway, Mike, you want to say something? Mike um, from Canada. Yeah. No, I'm okay. I'm just listening. Okay. Um, let's see. Yes, seven. Nope. Um, that's enough okay. what I was saying. Okay, Angie, I know you always name seven, but this always is learning, one. yeah. Always learning. Okay. Then they have actual uh, extra guest seven, so I didn't know which was which. Oh, okay. sorry about that. No problem. No problem. It's all good. And we have a law fan. Do you have a comment or question? Uh, no, I'm all right. Thank you. I'm nice. Yeah. I'm all right. Thank you. All right. 
So, like I said, guys, <laughs> well, Mike heard me talk before, and many of you have. Um, like I said, I do have a lot that I don't share. And and I purposely do that because, as I'm repeating myself, I just like to do basics, see where it goes, and get you guys to thinking. But like Paul or Gus, Mike, of course, you heard Little Bill tonight. Um, I'll let them talk. Because <laughs> they've been at this, I think, a lot better than I. They might know some stuff as good as I know, but that's what I especially call. That's what I learned a lot of this stuff from. And you would get it, seriously, because when I started out, I knew it was good. Just like I can go in the candy store. I most likely know in my mind every candy piece of candy is sweet. I know. Even though I might I don't like chocolate that much, but I could find something that I do like. Okay? But but what is like all that candy and I never experienced, never tasted, but I know it's all sweet. So that's how it was when I heard call, some stuff he was talking about, I got it. I understood very well. And I know everything else he was saying. Shall we say it was sweet? Or it was true, but I had to learn it. It was confusing to me at first, some stuff, but I learned it. It took time. And as I said, I wanted just a quick, quick, easy, just tell me the answer, that's it. I don't want to have to work for it, none of that. But I had to because I had a couple of cases that I was dealing with on my own. And it was my cases, and I didn't do so well. Just like Bill was telling that story, when they, all that man had to do was talk about his money and settle. And as a case I was doing, they offered to settle with me out of court. And I wrote them back. But they didn't say what, how much they was going to settle with me or what exactly. And I wrote them back. I just only would answer, you know, they asked if they want me to call them. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to call them. So if I'm saying, no, I'm not going to call you, I'm not going to try to settle this matter this particular way, I said, anything you got to say to me, just put it in writing. That's what I wrote back to them. But I didn't say put what in writing. I should have put the settlement amount in writing. That's what I should have said, but I didn't. And so that's we took it before the court. And another thing I said that was wrong, of course I knew how to say I require a man and woman to come forth to say my claim is untrue, but actually I was doing a lien, so I should have said my lien is untrue. If we refer to properly, it's that said properly, I, you know, want uh, restoration of said property. If any man to come forth with a claim to said property, come forth. Because if it's your property, no other man or woman can come forth to say it's theirs. So when we're talking about a particular case or what we are doing, if we're talking about debt, let's stick with debt. If we're talking about property, let's stick with property. Don't mind a criminal charge, let's stick with it. A man will come up and say I do wrong. And that's all I was saying. I knew say a claim. But a claim of what? A claim of a debt. A claim of my property. A claim, you know, you have to be precise, specific. Because they're not going to do it for you. So this is a little stuff that I did wrong, and I'm glad I got it wrong because, and I say I still won, because now I know not to do it, and I know where I went wrong. So if someone else makes these same mistakes, I'm able to speak it and say it. And now I can also tell you the correct way. 
So that's why I'm grateful for that experience. But anyways, wow. <laughs> it's like uh, I'm still here. Um, 2.27. But I'm not tired, guys. I'm not sleepy um, for some reason. <laughs> and I probably will get up early tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Um, so there you go. So a lot goes on these calls, you know, we say. Okay, Southeast Texas, I guess this Tyrone hung up. So. He was probably falling asleep. What was that? He was probably falling asleep. Probably because it's very early. But Tyrone, guys, Tyrone, I'm going to just tell you what I believe. You know, you can believe what you wish. I'll start with Rodney K in phase one. Now they come on with a different controversy, asking questions. Maybe they do whatever kit they have. I'm not in their heart. But sometimes it could be testing, shall we say. But I welcome it. You know, and I'll say why. You know, not when they're being mean and rude to people. I don't say that, but when they, I'm being tested, I'll say. It's because when you're at that court, they're going to test you. They're going to say this. They're going to say that. They're, and sometimes they come in a conniving, sweet voice. Oh, I'm just asking a question. Just a child ask. This is innocent. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Know why you're there. And stay on course. This is what they, when you hear someone say, press the record, that means stay your course, what you're saying. Don't deviate, don't change it, stay your course. If I'm saying that I'm a woman, and I'm talking to the judge, you're a man, and I require a man and woman to come forth to say I do wrong, why am I here? No matter, now, if the DA, the district attorney, starts speaking, I'm saying, oh, you may come across to say I do wrong. Oh, but you felt like this cold, this desert, you know that whole 10 years in jail. Are you the man that's coming forth to say I do wrong? I require you to put that in writing. Then sign it that I do wrong because I'm going to hold you liable. But not only am I speaking this, it will be in my notices. First, and I will give it to the clerk to file. So not only I will speak it verbally, but I have it in written form. That's my record. Okay? I don't care what record they have because it's their case, and that's their transcript. I don't care what it says. See, the, the point of it, they must prove it. You accusing me of something? You saying I'm doing this or that? Great. Prove it. But a lot of times, we try to prove we did not do it. And once we do that, now we actually got to prove we didn't do it. And how are you going to do that? That's a lot of times we go wrong. So like I said, I know much more. <laughs> but um, just do be careful. I, I'll take care of what you writing, what you're saying, and Stay with it. And, yeah, they're going to make you, they're going to scare, scare Texas. And even before um, I knew about call, I'll say this. 
I was helping someone in the case. It had nothing to do with me. It was a case when I was a dual power attorney. Um, so I was able to do the paperwork. And I remember the judge, she said, and I'm trying to speak. And I was helping another man. And I'm trying to speak because he didn't know how to speak so well. And I would say, say this, say this. I was told what to say. And the judge, she told me, sit down. She said, I'm going to hold you in to tip. Oh, my goodness, I got scared. I sat down. I didn't know what to do. It's like my hands are always frozen. I was tight. But then I went, because um, I was doing some groups, different gurus, if you will, and he began to talk to Claire's and he said, if they try to hold you in contempt, I just say, I don't mean to be contemptuous. Please forgive me. I don't mean to be contemptuous. But, you know, then say what you have to say so they can never hold you in contempt. So that it so happened, I had appealed the case before. And I, like I said, when I'm doing this process, and actually he had another court date. So I went to that court date, and I was ready for that judge. And I had the same judge. It was a woman. And when and now I was angry with them because they had got over me many times. They was able to uh, win over me, let's say. But it was because of my ignorance and what I didn't know. But I was still angry at them. I'm going to get them back. You know, they're not going to get away with this. Now I got the information. And so when it began, I told you guys the story. When the judge came in the room um, and the Bella, he said, all right. I didn't stand up, and I sat there, and he got so angry, was yelling at me. He said, I said, stand up. He said it three times. He says, disrespectful is not stand up. And I said, I stand up because I want. And I stood up. That's when I stood And then he said, all, you know, people sit down there. And I took my time to sit down. He was staring at me. I was staring at him like, yeah, what? And I thought in my head, I said, you know what? I better stop because they're going to throw me out here. Then I won't even have a chance to speak. So I sat down. And when it came time to hear this man's case, I jumped up because, like I said, I was the doer part of the And I started off, ma'am, I don't mean to be contemptuous, but you need to hear this case. He said, well, I'm not going to hear the case. He gave me all this story. I didn't really know much to do after that, but I know she couldn't hold me in contempt. I had accomplished that. At least I accomplished that. And so when the next thing happened, she got up and ran out to work. She said, I'm going to take a recess. And all the other people looking at each other, what happened? And while she was away, that same Bella who was yelling at me, I said, I realized earlier you're here are public servants. I gave you no question permission to contact me. And I said, you know, the judge, you know, I'm going, I want, she's going to hear this case. He said, well, you need to take it to another court. You need to take it to the district court. And obviously you're making up your own rules and laws, he kept telling me. And he said, but I don't care if you sit here all day. But he didn't have to tell me that because he can't tell me what to do no more. I knew. And so when she came back, before she sat down, I jumped up, ma'am, you need to hear this case. Once again, she did a couple of cases. She took a recess and left. And now I noticed the lawyers in that room, different people, they start talking like, what's going on here? I knew what was going on here. And then she came the third time. I jumped up again. But was I, I wasn't doing it totally proper. 
but I did it somewhat to fist up, and then at that point, I just left. This before I even met Carl, before I even know Carl, because I, I was determined I'm not going to let you get over me like that. And so many, much, much more I could say, you know, but it's a it's a learning process, it's a, and it's work behind it. It's nerve-wracking, it's wrecking your brain, so to speak, to get this. But when I heard Carl, I don't have to wreck my brain. I don't have to think about it so much because it's sort of what I would say in my everyday life to another man or woman. If I'm at the grocery store, I'm talking to the mailman, or if I'm making a deal with somebody, you cut my grass, you do this, I have it. You know, I can, I in my head, I got this. And the question I ask, I know some of you know the answer to, so the ones, I guess, like Mike, Lawfan, don't say the answer. I'll just ask Angie. Um, Angie, the question would be, well, it's not so much a question, but it is, the law is not written, yet it is written. And how could those both be true? Um... I'd say because law is also belief. Uh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I want. I'm just saying it is written, but yet it's not written. Mm-hmm. Why is that true? You don't know. I'll tell you. It's no big deal. Some of them no. don't know. You know how it is. Your brain goes all haywire under pressure. <laughs> Um, um, I guess what I'm thinking is, is, well, like I said, it's belief, but it's also, um, something that's not something I've heard that before. Uh, How is it written, but it's not written? Where is it written, or where is it not written? Why is it, you know, why would I say that? And it be true. Completely true. I mean, most law is common sense. I mean, even even children, children know. Animals even know if they've done something. I'm saying it's written. What is written? Mm-hmm. Where is it written? You tell me. I'm asking you the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm just clarifying okay. that what you were asking me. Let me just let me just. First of all, it's written in your heart. That's why mm-hmm. it's written. But yet, it's not necessarily written on a piece of paper. Right. That's why I can say it's not written. But it is written in your heart. And you was on right. the right track to believe. Right, with conscience. You know, it's there. It, when you first do something wrong, you tend to be, like, looking around, like, is someone just watching me? Because you you know you've just twanged yeah, your conscience. You twanged yeah. your conscience. Right. And God said, I want to write your, my law on your heart so that it's why did you Yes, yes. That's why I said you already know some of this stuff, but you mm-hmm. got to start thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then start slowly but surely it comes. And then another thing very, very important, which I don't hear many saying, but they probably do. And I know Carl believes in God very much. To really obtain this knowledge and to get it. I know everyone must ask God and pray that God leads you and guides you and help you to understand. But by yourself, 
it's almost impossible. You can't get it all. It's like it's too overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And that's what with that knowledge called him. God gave it to him, and he admit that all the time, you know. And he feared God. He says it. But I already know. But that's what I'm saying. You have to ask God. And that's where it begins. And that's what helped me tremendously. Even before I met Carl, this is, I remember I had court dates, um, like say Friday, and here it is Tuesday. I don't have a piece of paper written. I don't know where I'm going to go with this, how I'm going to do it. This is when I was doing the legal aid process. And um, I remember praying. I was almost crying. I had a court date. I really wanted to have this guy because these people used to work for me and my, you know, because I do construction. And I wanted to help them so much, but it's like it was nerve-wracking because I didn't know. I was just new to this. I never got, you know, went to jail, got in trouble. I didn't know. And so I prayed that prayer. And and because um, at first I was getting angry. The teacher at the class, when they get up and teach, and I didn't have much time. I would ask two or three questions, and I try to remember that, write it down so I can write my paperwork, go, go to court. And sometimes I would call them on the phone. I would get angry with them. Why didn't I answer their phone? I called three, four times. I try to call every other day or when I got a chance because I'm working. And then I had to really sit down. That's when I was almost about to cry. I said, they have a life. They might not could come to the phone right now. It depends on what's going on in their life. Why? I'm really angry at me because why I don't know this. Why? And that's what really reconciled me. And that's when I be clear. I realize how vulnerable, how empty, how, how nothing I am. And that's when I asked God to teach me and lead me and guide me. And then I, like I said, the next thing I know I was, got somehow someone told me about Dean Clifford and how he was speaking, he broke it down a lot simpler for me, and I was able to do some move a lot quicker. But unfortunately, that wasn't the answer. It uh, slowed them up a bit, but it didn't stop them. But now that, and then, you know, I continue to pray. I told my story. I won't totally bore you guys tonight how I met Carl. Um, and... When I heard him, I knew. I had to answer. Because like I said, I hear a lot of these, I call them gurus. They could tell you what's wrong. They might could tell you the bank is this, stealing money, this dishonest signature. Let's say all that is true. But none of them showed me proof of it, nor do they have a solution. But with Carl, I saw a solution, okay, and it worked. Because I experienced That's why I can say that as well. Not only do I believe, but I experienced some of it. Not all of it. Some. So there you go. So like I said, if I taste some of the candy at the store, I taste a lot of it, I most likely tell you every piece of candy in that store is sweet. That I can say. So there you go. <laughs> wow. So, um, anybody I else want to? I was just gonna say I agree with that, and and my husband too. He's listened to a lot of different stuff here over the. He's probably been listening for a year. He's he's definitely got a lot of stuff down pat. He kind of 
like he'll talk about stuff and he'll leave. And I'll say something, he goes, well, why are you thinking that way? Why didn't you think this way? And it's like, what? I, didn't, I never would have thought that angle of that, you know. Um, so, again, sometimes it's attitude, too. You're like, I'm more on the, I'm more of a peacemaker. I hate to, you know, cause risk, you know. I would rather let, let's make up and be friends, you know. Um, but unfortunately, you don't have that when it comes to, to uh, law or uh, legalese, you know, trying to press in upon you and telling you this is this and that is that. They want someone who's compliant and who isn't going to fight them. So, oh, where my husband, you know, he's standing up, it's like, wait a minute, you're just you're trying to tell me what to do? You know, so, um, you know, I'm trying to take, get, the slight attitude behind it, but yet with the scripture, it says, uh, be as wise as serpents, but harmless as death. Um, you know, I often thought, why is why? You know, God's saying a snake is wise. Okay, let me find out, you know, a little bit more about that type of thing, you know. So, but I mean, he's out to destroy. I mean, there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of parallels between yeah. law and legal and spiritual and physical. You know, um, counterfeit that Satan has created to always try and match God. That's the way I look at legal stuff. That to me is like Satan's box, <laughs> if you want to say, and the freedom that God gives to me is the law. Like we were saying, wrote on our heart. So, you know, if, if we don't learn the tactics that Satan tries to put us through, he's going to trip us up. He's going to have us falling. You know, he's going to have us succeeding. He's going to squeeze us into this box, you know, where we're not going to feel free. And that's, that's not God's way, you know. Um, so, yep. It's been interesting, that's for sure. So, and keeping on learning, that's about right, you know. And it takes a while, and who knows, you may not quite get it all down if you're not if you're not actually out there physically doing it. But it's one of those things like I I want to know, but yet I don't really want to have to go through it, or wouldn't choose to have to go through it, you know. Um, but it is kind of funny that when you're seeking something that it does. Tend to kind of God tends to put through put you through the training of it. Um, so yeah, but it's great. It was a good call tonight, definitely. I appreciate the information. All right. that I had. Yes, and it goes to show you, um, you know, you have to apply it. But like I said, like say you know how to bake, you've been baking for years, but you don't know how to make a Jeremy chocolate cake. So you come to me, and I'll teach you. So I might have to tell you, you know, you have to, all that experience you have, all that, you got to almost sort of let it go. I'm not saying forget it. And at the moment in time to obtain this, this new way of making this German chocolate cake. Because, I mean, my, my tactics, my way I do it, you know, might not necessarily be a way how you grease your pants or how you... um 
turn the oven on. You might turn the oven on. Uh, just that's the first thing you do. And in my case, I'm, I might not do it at first. I'm like, why should you turn the oven on? That's the first thing I do. Well, what you 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 know, you have to put it aside. I'm not saying forget it, throw it away. Just put it aside, and to get this knowledge, obtain it. Now you can incorporate it with what you know, and it come in play. It's sort of like, um, like I've learned like a lot. Calls for flour. Like, I kind of get what you're saying. Each calls for maybe flour and sugar and some of the basics, but because you're going with, uh, you know, the well, vanilla cake ain't going to have chocolate, you know, um, going to have vanilla, but yet vanilla is also used in chocolate cake. So, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. You, certain things incorporate. Okay, I might have a different technique than you do. That's what I'm trying to say. But at the end okay. of the day, you might want to know that technique. That technique, you're like, wow, this is much better than what I've been doing. And you can... In- now you can incorporate that in your knowledge. And that's how, I, you know, when I cook certain dishes like shepherd's pie, I mean, shepherd's pie, most of us know it. They use the English peas and this ground beef and mashed potatoes, you know, and you put it together. And But I'll do it a bit different. I'll take this ground beef and make it almost like you make a spaghetti and season it that way. And then I, so someone taught me this recipe. And she make the mashed potatoes and then put that aside. You make this ground beef, put that aside. And then we get some, like, peas and carrots, stuff like that, and put that aside. So you put a layer of mashed potatoes down, then you could put the uh, peas and carrots, um, and then you put another layer of mashed potatoes, then the ground beef, another, and then she would put cheddar cheese on top. Now, what I did, I did the same dish. But I added mozzarella and cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. This, you know, that's 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 how we say with well, a chef is. Everybody could cook, but a chef has sort of like a signature dish. You they do a thing a certain way or make it a certain taste. You say, okay, I know Quilla made this because I know the seasons Quilla might use or how she, mm-hmm. you know, and that sort of thing. So all these techniques, you can use some of them certainly but to make it your own. And I say that to say this. Now, I heard what called his testimony. I heard many. So some of his techniques and some of it I incorporated in my case because it worked in order to get the, the results I wish to get, it. but I had to do it that's a way comfortable for me. It's like driving. You can get the best experts to teach you to drive. But at the end of the day, you have to drive that car and what's comfortable your way. You might have to set your seat back, and I, they tell you put both hands on the wheel. And after a while, as you get experience, you might not necessarily have to. I don't put both hands on the wheel. Most of the time, I don't. Sometimes I do, but I don't all the time. So it becomes what is working for you and comfortable, but yet you're getting the results that you want and wish okay. for with the information that you have. So that's why this everybody's case is unique to them. It must fit you. And that's why it's important you, and when she learns, you can write your own paperwork. Right. So that when you're saying it, you know what you said. 
Right. And my aunt, <laughs> my aunt said to me here last week when I was visiting her, she's uh, 70 some years old. She says, you got to believe you're a believer. You know, if you don't believe you're a believer, she said, it ain't, it ain't coming from your heart. Oh, yeah. It is like, you know, if you was to write, you say, Kula, you know, you're a woman, you know, um, you know, I want to write a nice card for my husband. You know, what should I write in that card? And I'm going to simply tell you, well, what do you feel? Then you write down some of the things you feel. We put it there. We put it in better words, arrange it a different way. I might help you with some arrangements. But at the end of the day, it needs to come from you because you know how you feel better than I would know. That's the thing. And so when you listen, you write in this, uh, your paperwork, you write the words from you, what's coming from your heart. What do you believe? What do you know? Mm-hmm. So this is it's really deep. <laughs> but if you, you know, you have to, once you hear it, you have to apply it. It might take you time and time and just go over in your mind. That's going to help you. And you must apply it in order to get it. And then you will receive it. You got it. And then it'll stay with you. Just like, don't you learn how to ride a bicycle? I haven't probably rode a bicycle in a couple of years now. But I believe <laughs> I did, and I know. So that's it goes to show you just got to uh, apply it and yeah. learn it and what to do. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you'll have no shit one day. <laughs> it's good because you keep going past me, you know. You know, Carl was doing it, Gus, and this one, Mike, and now I am. You know, might still do. Um, but I'm going to continue as long as I can. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. So well, that's good. I appreciate it. While I have the time, you know, uh, I'm willing to do so. But things change in my life. You know, if I get married, have kids, then might not necessarily have a whole lot of time. Yeah. And so but I have these shows recorded, so, hey, you can always go back to the Yes, that's awesome. I know. I was just telling my husband tonight. I'm like, do you want to get on this call? He's like, no. He said, I'm kind of tired tonight. Instead of it being recorded, I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, all right. He goes, yeah, I'll get it. I'll get, pull it up and listen to it then. <laughs> yep, yep. And, yeah, sometimes you're going to hear some, shall we say, interesting. <laughs> but, you know, and this is what I said. I cipher through all of that. Because when you get in a situation, even if it's not at court, you know, can you cipher through all of that? Mm-hmm. And you usually usually do. They say you went to pick up your husband from the airport. They say all oh, the planes are delayed. You've got so many people in the airport. And you wait in and time after time. And you was running late maybe because he was in traffic. But when you see his face, Somehow you can pick him out through all that. And no matter what's going on around you, you can pick him out, and you're happy. It doesn't matter that you have to wait. Like, not all that don't matter. You, you're going to run to him because you're happy. See? So this, this is what I'm saying. No matter what you hear on the call, no matter what's happening around you, and that's why I tell some people when they just scratch their time and distract you, I say, keep talking, keep talking. I do. Mm-hmm. And, and so at the court, they're going to come at you with so much stuff. And as if they know that they were there and they know your intent and what was in your heart and your mind, 
So I could, I could, there's many ways we could do this. Say, oh, you knew my intent? Oh, yes, that was your intent to do whatever they said I did. Great. What, I'm, what is my intent right now? So if you
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.